Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm recording on my last day in Denver, Colorado. I'm headed back home to Sydney, Australia tomorrow, and it's bittersweet, really. I don't know when I'm going to be back in Denver, and I'm having very mixed emotions about that. Denver is the city where I committed to a lot of personal growth and development. Denver is where I committed to intensive mental health treatment to overcome a diagnosed condition which ruled my life for many years. It's where I really dedicated time, effort, and energy to studying and learning about the law of attraction. It's the place I met very close friends who supported me through incredibly hard times. It's where I built a life with my ex and spent many amazing years in a loving relationship. It is also where my baby was born, Dax, my German short-haired pointer, and he'll be joining me soon in Australia. As you know, I like to start every episode with something I'm grateful for in my life, and that's what I'm grateful for this week. Everything that my time in Denver has brought into my life. I moved to Denver on the 4th of July weekend in 2017, and it can't be a coincidence that that's the exact same weekend I'm leaving six years later with no current plans to return. These are the kind of moments where you often look back and think, would I have still moved to Denver if I knew that life was going to pan out this way? And my answer is absolutely yes. Every experience and moment I lived in Denver has shaped me into who I am today, contributing to my journey and life, and I wouldn't change a thing. Every step I've taken and every experience I've had here has helped me align with my higher self and my purpose, and I know it's all part of the universe's master plan. And with that perspective, it's impossible to have regrets. Everything happens for a reason, and in time, Most of it will make sense. I've said that before and I'm saying it again, witches. Okay, let's get into today's topic, which is about the importance of dressing for the life you want, not the life you have. This topic is actually really personal to me because I am not a good dresser. I never have been. I rarely cared about my appearance as a child. I grew up with my focus and energy committed to succeeding in sports, And that's all that was important to me. For many, many years, I was the same way. I didn't care about the clothes that I put on my back. That said, my sister was the complete opposite to me. She wouldn't leave the house without a perfectly curated ensemble, hair done and makeup on. 
It could be for a family dinner, going out with friends, or just going to the grocery store. She was always that way and still is today. I have these very distinct memories of her commenting on my outfits growing up just before I'd leave the house. She'd be like, no, just no, absolutely not. You're not wearing that. She would take me back into my room, swap a few things around, and before you know it, somehow everything looked a million times better. And you know what? I never admitted it to her, but I felt better too. And the reason I want to talk about this today is because I'm interviewing, as you know. And in this day and age, all of those interviews start on the phone and then transition to video. Rarely do you go in for an interview in person anymore unless you're in the final stage. And for the phone interviewing I was doing, I wouldn't dress in any special way or put in any effort at all appearance-wise. I mean, I was just answering the phone and talking for 30 minutes. Nobody could see me, right? So I was taking these interviews in sweats and pajamas, and I started to notice that my interviews weren't going as smoothly as I anticipated. Everyone was saying that I had a great resume and unique skill set, but I wasn't right for that specific position. And I got that exact response a few times, and that's when I thought to myself, it has to be the way you're presenting yourself and your experience. That needs to change. And I thought, Tekla, you really need to get in the zone. You need to commit to this process and act the part or you're going to keep getting the same result. Remember the foundation for the law of attraction? Energy out matches energy in, right? And what kind of energy was I putting out into the world and what intention was I bringing to these interviews? When I sat down and reflected and intentionally thought about it, I realized the impact it was having on my progress and performance that I didn't care enough about myself or the opportunity to dress for success, that my own personal brand, style, and presentation wasn't a priority for me, that I wasn't showing up for myself and therefore wasn't going to show up in the role. Let's explore these more. Firstly, my behavior was a sign of disrespect in a way. When you don't dress for an interview, it can signal to the universe that You don't respect the process or take it seriously. It was signaling that I wasn't really grateful for the interviews I did secure and every opportunity that was coming my way. Because let's face it, I couldn't even be bothered to spend five minutes putting myself together in a more respectable manner to talk to someone that is trying to hire me. I wasn't putting my best foot forward by any means. Secondly, it was impacting my self-confidence. I don't know about you, but I certainly don't feel confident in sweats and pajamas. That is not the outfit I'd select if I was planning to go out and take on the world. When we dress poorly, we unknowingly radiate a sense of low self-worth and lack of self-confidence. You're sending out signals to the universe that you undervalue yourself. Remember the law of mirrors? Your external world is a reflection of what's happening internally. And that behavior was a message and a sign that I wasn't willing to show up for myself. Because when you're showing up for yourself, you're doing everything possible to position yourself for success. You're open, you're ready, and you expect good things to happen. I certainly wasn't in a frame of mind where I expected and anticipated good outcomes taking a call in mismatching sleepwear. Thirdly, 
I was displaying inconsistent messaging about my personal branding. As we know, the universe operates on frequencies, including visual ones. When you dress in a way that's uninspiring and not aligned with your dream life, you're in a conflicting position. You're asking for all of these things from the universe, and then you're not acting in a way where you know that those are coming to you. If you know that you're going to be hired for a job, you are ensuring that every single moment you interact with your future employer, you are on. You look and feel good. You're prepared. You've researched and spent time investing and learning about the company and their goals, and you want to be involved and committed to that vision. Is that the energy that's aligned with sitting in a room, taking a call, wearing day-old sweats? No, absolutely not. You need to be showing up in a way where every fiber of your being is embodying that future version of yourself. Because you know it's happening. It's on the way. And you're focused inward until you align with your desires. So now that we've explored the messaging I was sending to the universe about finding employment and an income, I want to talk about the importance of dressing for success in general. Why it's so critical that you wake up and dress as if you're going to have the best day ever, every single day. Dressing well isn't just about aesthetics. It has a significant impact on your mindset. When you're dressing poorly, you're communicating to the universe that you're not prepared or expecting exciting opportunities to come your way. Let me explain this more. I so often get stuck in this trap. I find myself getting up in the morning and saying, well, I'm just going to be around the house today. I'm not really going to see anyone, so I'm just going to grab the first thing out of my drawer and wear that. Immediately, my intention for the day has been set, consciously and subconsciously. I'm telling myself from the moment I step out of my bed that nothing of note is going to happen that day, and so it's not worth spending any time, effort, or energy on my appearance. What? What a terrible way to start the day. I'm literally self-sabotaging at 7 a.m. in the morning, and you know what? That behavior then becomes a pattern. Especially when you're in a position like me, where I'm unemployed right now, and my days are more flexible and unstructured. It isn't unusual for me to have to find ways to fill my time during the week when my friends and family are at work. That frame of mind and behavior is without a doubt impacting my daily vibration. I'm doing all of this work on my self-development and personal growth, and then I can't get out of my bed, brush my hair, and put on a nice outfit because I think nothing remarkable will happen during my day. I won't meet anyone. I won't go anywhere. I won't do anything important. We are halfway through now, and I want to pause here for a brief moment and ask you to take the next 30 seconds to help me out. While we're awaiting a sponsor, I'm taking the opportunity to promote our podcast even more. This podcast grows most rapidly through the number of reviews on Apple Podcasts and the number of star ratings on Spotify. I'd like to ask you, yes, you, to take a moment and rate, review, and of course, subscribe. You can leave a rating and review on Apple by scrolling down to the bottom of the show page. On Spotify, you can leave a star rating at the top of the show page under the show description. I'm giving you 10 more seconds to help me out, and then we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming.
Thank you so much. It helps me more than you know. And we're back. When I see someone and I'm in running shorts and a long sleeve when I'm out, do I want to stick around and talk to them? Fuck no. I'm shutting that conversation down so quickly and getting the heck out of there. I hate that I've been doing that for so long. I think about it and I actually cringe. Could you imagine what would happen if I woke up every single day and committed 10 minutes, just 10 minutes to my appearance in the morning? I mean, aside from grooming. I'm talking about doing something with my hair, finding a cute outfit, maybe putting a little bit of makeup on. I love a good skincare routine, and I ensure I do that morning and night, so I'm not talking about that in this scenario. Anyway, I truly think my entire world would change. When you look good and take pride in your appearance and put a little effort and energy into your presentation, you're more likely to want to do things. To want to go out into the world. To want to meet new people and put yourself out there. You're more open to opportunities. Your mindset totally changes and you have a new perspective. When I feel and look good, I'm going about my day thinking, bring it on. I'm ready to bump into someone, to accept last minute plans, to engage in whatever happens to come up. If you meet someone at the grocery store and they wanted to go for a drink and catch up, you'd be so much more likely to say yes. I can almost guarantee that. So what am I committing to? And what do I want you to try and commit to over the next 30 days? For four weeks, I just want us to try and adopt a new frame of mind. I know four weeks sounds like a long time, but we're going to start smaller, thinking about just the next week first. I want to set both myself and you up for success, so we're not going from zero to 100 overnight. We know that doesn't work. I'm going to be using some learnings from the book Atomic Habits to help us. We're going to try and habit stack here because that's the easiest way I've found to form a new habit and keep it long term. For those that don't remember what habit stacking is, it's pairing a new habit with an existing one to make it easier to adopt and maintain the new behavior. Let's just take a quick example first. The most successful example I have of habit stacking was when I wanted to add collagen into my daily routine. I had to find something that I did every single morning without fail. And it couldn't be something that I eventually got around to during the day. It had to be something I was already committed to at that specific time of the day. And that's when I realized I could easily add collagen to my coffee. I drink coffee every morning. And not only do I do it every day, I love that part of my day. I look forward to it. After I drink my 30 ounces of water, I get to have my coffee. And it's such a great way to start. So I did some research, found some unflavored high-quality collagen, and in it went. And because it didn't impact my routine at all, I was still drinking my coffee and enjoying it and couldn't taste it, the habit formed super quickly, and I've been doing that for three years now. So how can we use this strategy to help with our morning appearance efforts? For the first seven days, we're just going to wake up 10 minutes earlier. And that's going to be the hardest part about this, I promise you. If you can commit to that change, the rest will easily fall into place. Once you have those 10 extra minutes in the morning, you're going to find a part of your morning routine that you do every day without fail. 
For me, I plan to do this right after I brush my teeth and wash my face because I'm already in the bathroom doing those things. I'm not trying to create too many new behaviors all at once, right? It's so easy for me to put in some extra effort with my hair because I'm already throwing it up into a bun anyway at that time. So instead of defaulting to a big clip, I'm going to spend three of my 10 minutes adding some dry shampoo, brushing my hair out, and styling it a little bit. Maybe doing a quick curl at the front framing layers, and that's it. I'm talking like two or three curls here, right in the front. The first week is the week you're going to have the most motivation. So that's all I want you to focus on that week. Waking up 10 minutes earlier and spending those three of 10 minutes giving your hair a little extra love and attention. After the second week, we're going to add in another step. I'm going to focus on spending an additional two of the 10 minutes doing my makeup. So reminder at this point, you're only using five of the 10 minutes. And look, I have to say this. I'm someone who hates wearing makeup. I don't like unnatural things on my face, and I really prefer not to wear it. But the reality is that a little bit of tinted moisturizer and mascara can go a long way. And it makes me feel so much better about myself. So that's what I'm going to spend those two minutes doing. Putting on some light, all-natural coverage, curling my eyelashes, and adding some mascara. And if you'd rather spend those minutes doing something else, by all means do that. Remember not to push things in the second week, though. We're adding small, incremental steps because the second week will be the hardest week to maintain the new behavior. Quick recap now. We're waking up 10 minutes early, spending 3 minutes on hair, and 2 minutes on makeup or whatever else you want to do. Then we're going to tackle the remaining 5 of the allotted 10 minutes on the third week. That time, I'm going to personally use to put together a cute outfit. I'm going to spend some time in my closet, and I'm going to wear something that I feel good in. For me, I said before I gravitate towards sweats because they're comfortable, but I don't have cute sweats. If you do, you might opt for leggings and a cute athletic top instead of baggy sweatpants and an oversized sweater. Or maybe instead of reserving those nice pieces that we all have in the back of our closet, that we're saving for a special occasion, we actually wear them. Why not? What are we waiting for? Again, we need to show up in a way where we truly believe that every single day is special and extra exciting. And we want to look our best. And you don't have to come out looking like you stepped off the cover of Vogue every day. And if you want to do that, great. Love that for you. But just an extra five minutes in your closet finding something cute that you feel empowered in, that you feel helps bring you the high vibes into that day, that you wouldn't feel embarrassed in if you were to run into someone you know. I know you can do that. It's a small commitment. And before you know it, that lost week, that fourth week, you've created a new habit. All you need to do that week is just focus on maintaining it. And if you're seeing it slip away, Think about stacking it in a different way, maybe, with another habit that might be more consistent, more reliable. Remember, a 1% change adds up. Over 100 days, that's a new habit. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, bring it back down to the basics and just find the small changes that will add up over time. Ask yourself, 
What's something I can do to get me 1% closer to this new habit? Okay, friends, if you want to join our community of amazing wellness witches, please hop over to Instagram and give us a follow at healyourselfwithloa. That's healyourselfwithloa. L-O-A as in the law of attraction. All other social links and contact details are in the show notes if you need them. That's all for today, witches. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.